Previously on Finish It. Instinctively, you pick up a rock and throw it at the Tyrannosaurus. You hit it in the nose. It's kind of yeah. confused. And it kind of stops and looks at you. It says you can sense its dull brain working. I wonder if it could sense you sensing that it had a dull brain and <laughs> had an issue with it. Just a couple dull brains there sensing each other. <laughs> Reaching out. <laughs> connecting. Hi, I'm Matt Yule. Hi, I'm still Chris Yule. Welcome to Finish It. The completionist choose-your-own-adventure and interactive fiction podcast. Every page, every ending, every book, every dinosaur on Dinosaur Island will be discovered one by one systematically by the greatest dinosaur detectives on the planet, and that's us. And we'll put it in our... We're going to put them in our dino decks, and we'll have all the information and hot stats and hot strats about these hot dinos. How are you doing this week, Matt? Good. Yeah? I'm doing good, yeah. I was going to launch it to a thing about spinning dino tops at each other, but then I got really caught up in your thing. It was very good. I love that every Uh, generation has their spinning tops battle toy. Yeah, their weird thing that they're way too serious about. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's like so it's good. tops, bud. It's like it's cards, dude. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of anything new. <laughs> yeah, there's not uh any of that. But did I talk about the toilet thing last time on the podcast? I mean, probably. <laughs> Which toilet thing? I'm still. My mind is still spinning. I think I've used one toilet for a solid year. I've only used the one. Oh yes, I think you did mention that. Yeah, Not on the it, podcast, did I? Maybe, but that well, is that's weird rough. to th- to think about that. Okay, well, update. Just the okay. one still. <laughs> still just the one. Okay. <laughs> anything? Have you used anything other than the toilet no. to make toilet? Okay. Not even. I did have a dream where I I did a doo doo. And I, w- I wasn't on the toilet. And mom and dad were there, and I had to tell them that it were. happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, it's so embarrassing because I was my age in the dream. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. I was like, I did a thing. Just don't go in there right now. <laughs> I'll uh, fix it, was, it later. Like, it was in the bedroom. It was in the bedroom or something. And I was like, it's my bedroom. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it time. in a minute. I'll clean it up. Don't worry about it. I'm a grown up. In a minute? You're that you're a monster. I was in the middle of things. I was in the middle of the thing happening, and I had to go to a place to finish the thing so that I could go clean up the beginning of the thing. That's the point. It was a very bad dream, and that's the kind of dream you wake up. You're like, did I did I do that in my bed? Welcome to our podcast. Oh yeah, this a is a podcast place about for you uh, and your ears, <laughs> where you know your only human ears won't be abused or mistreated. Uh, Matt, I'm dying to do our segment uh, for reasons you can probably guess. Uh, yeah, I already know. Before we do I... that, I think we should probably do a oh. read tease, right? Should, should we do a quick little update about upcoming up thing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Update. Um, let's see. I probably have a sound effect for that. Let me see. Here, I don't. So I'll it? just play this. I'll play this jazz music for it. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I really like this. Hey, everybody, take it easy. We have news. We do. We have news. Uh, we are going to do a live stream this weekend uh, to go over everybody's awesome fantasy finish it predictions from the last book, Journey Under the Sea. Uh, we'll just be hanging out, talking predictos, and um, just being goofballs. 
Uh, it should be fun. It'll be on our YouTube channel. It's going to be this Saturday. It's going to be at 8 o'clock Pacific time, um, which is 11 o'clock Eastern time. Which is when people on the East Coast are getting up to start their day at night because they're cool. They like to they, party. They're yeah. party animals. East Coast people are absolute party animals. Um, and, and we would tell you our YouTube uh, URL, but it's just a string of things, so I don't yeah. even know it. But we will tweet it out and stuff. So it'll yeah, be, check uh, it'll be at Finish It Pod on Twitter and uh, uh, follow us there. <laughs> Smash that follow button, and <laughs> you'll get you'll get all the hot updates for uh, for that after you go replace your phone because you just smashed it so hard. Yeah, don't. Uh, get so yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. We're gonna talk. We'll do a lot of silly silly things. So come hang out with us. It's always a good time. And then what's we, the other what? thing there? Oh, and then Chris will be announcing. Yeah. My uh, personalized pan sad pizza party that I have to do. Yeah, I have to on come account up with of a, getting a negative one hundred something points on the last book. Yeah, because of our super cool speed round read down. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. And with that, we're out of jazz. So it's time to get back to the podcast. We ran out of jazz. I ran out of jazz. Oh man. Yeah, that jazz could only be. It, was, it burned so brightly that <laughs> 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 it couldn't burn for very long. Uh, All right, quick read these. Let's go. That'll be probably the last time that retease plays. That's a long one. I like <laughs> I it though. That's that. a bop. That's a bop. That is a bop that does the slapping. I like mm. that. I could chill to that. I could do homework to that. Make a loop, a loop of that, a five-hour loop of that for me. Or to do just homework do to. homework for as long as that lasts, and you're like, "Well, thirty-four seconds of homework. I did my best. Sorry, I teach. did one problem good <laughs> and eight problems wrong." Matt, do you ever read tees? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, and I'm about to remember. Okay, the ending I got. Yeah. Straight up dinosaur horror movie. Really brilliant. Really astonishing. Out of nowhere. A, a visual I'll never forget. Really? Edward Packard at his top notchiest. Really, really <laughs> awful, great stuff. Okay. And then um, also, I yeah. made a little segment because I hit something very special. Maybe we could do your ETs and see if we share this thing in common. I'm curious. I I, I I didn't. I did not hit anything special. That is my retease. Not a single no. special thing happens. <laughs> I, I, I I read it 15 minutes ago, and I am uh, I still can't remember what happened. Oh, I, no. I, I know that it wasn't much more than what I experienced last week. Oh, uh, I see. Oh, it's a long okay. walk for a short drop. Um, woof. Woof, indeed. So, well, yeah, I made so people can enjoy little... Matt's half. Yeah, I made a little jangle. We'll play it later on in the in the podcast. But before we get to the read, okay, it's time to do a segment. Oh, let's do that then. Choose your own beverage, cause this party, Ooh. this party is C Y O P. Yeah, welcome to CYOB, a... Choose Your Own Beverage, Dinosaur Island Edition. 
There's just a little growling tummy at the end of that. Uh, no, of that it's a jungle. dinosaur, Matt. It's clearly a dinosaur. <laughs> it was definitely a dinosaur, and everybody it can tell scary. that. Matt, it's time Yo, to choose your own beverage day. It's really exciting to be at the top of a book and get to do choose your own beverages. And very exciting. If we do short books, we could do a bunch of these a lot more frequently. <laughs> That's a very good point. Today, this is everybody's favorite segment where we choose the perfect beverage, in our opinions, to go with uh, our most imperfect book that we're reading at the time. And right now, it's Dinosaur Island. We've done one read. We have a pretty good feel for what we're, what we're into. Matt, would you like to? Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? You tell me. This is your segment. You okay. tell me. You want to? You want to finish it off? Or you want to kick it off? Mine has a lot of spectacle, so I want you go first. Okay. Yeah. If you got spectacle, mine. I yeah. kept mine simple. I'm calling mine the Thagomizer. The Thagomizer. The, uh, the Far Side cartoon. I'm not familiar. There's a Far Side cartoon from 1982 or something where uh, there's a caveman and he's showing a diagram of a Stegosaurus tail with the points on it. Yeah. The spikes. And he's, he says, this is the Thagomizer named after the late Thag Simmons. <laughs> right. So the tail, the spikes on the tail, Thagomized Thag. Yes. Are we? Do you follow? You have a look on your face. I, I don't. I don't get it. The spikes. It, Thag Thag Simmons, the great Thag Simmons, the caveman, was murdered by a Stegosaurus's spiky tail. Okay. If you're confused because Stegosaurus and people don't exist at the same time, remember yeah, this is a, a a comic in the newspaper. <laughs> this is the Far Side. You know, remember the Far Side because the Thag is named after Thag. Who yeah, got Thag- killed by the Stegosaurus tail. It's a Thagomizer. So if something killed me, you'd call it the Chrisomizer. Maybe it depends. If it was funny, I would do it. That is kind of funny. It's so anyway, thinker, so that I was a, it was a goof, a Gary Larson goof. <laughs> but paleontologists uh, rather enjoyed it, so that's become an, an informal um, oh, that's term delightful. that is actually used. The I love that. So I made a joke called Thagomizer. The idea is to take something kind of old and make it sharp and spiky. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's that's a real. That's a real. Uh, I liked it. Stretch you're, is the word I was looking so you're going, for. You're really dedicating long. this one to the stegosaurus and to paleontologists and to Gary Larson. Yeah. So I uh, I started with Ron Zacapa. Oh, rum. Nice. Yeah. A 23, well, 23 year old rum. Yeah, which, we're in a by sub, the way, subtropical island. So that makes a make, makes a lot of sense. Exactly. You can get a nice old rum that you can just sip on for not a whole lot of bucks. That's very um, true. That's why rum's great. It's really great. So I, I have that. So what you want to do is uh, just take a whole pint glass, uh, put two big shots of rum in there, uh, squeeze half a lime in. Sure. And then Angostura bitters. Yeah. Uh, and then Tiki bitters. Yeah. And then uh, I put in a, a bourbon-infused cherry because I have some bourbon-infused oh, cherries yeah. so quick. Well, that's going to add a little uh, And that's it. Yeah, no, that sounds great. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's probably already a cocktail, but it sounds very yeah, good. Yeah, you probably right. I don't know. Maybe the combination of bitters? Eh, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's see. Well, I mean, I, it's going to be good. Oh, it's really good. Is there any ice in there? It all melted because we've been sitting here uh, talking for like an hour <laughs> before we start recording. <laughs> but I will say it is cold and it is very, it's way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me, man. Because that rum is quite good by itself and I didn't think what I put in there would add that much to it. But wow. Yeah, and then plus the water, basically. Cold, 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 cold water. Plenty water. Oh, yeah. And that's nice really experience. important when you're... When you're mixing this thing, mm-hmm. seriously fill a pint glass with ice cubes and then put the ingredients in and stir it until it's poured down, 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 down. And then gotcha. dump it into a little cup with a couple ice cubes in it. Nice technique tips. I like that. 
Um, and it's called the Thagomizer. Thagomizer. That's lovely. I love that. Mm. Um, would you like me to introduce you to my drink? I'd really like that. It's called the Kieran's Volcano, <laughs> named after the volcano on this island. Um, Does it have Kieran beer in it? Because that would be so No, amazing. I, I, th- I thought of that way too late. <laughs> no, it does not. Uh, I also chose a rum base because we're doing, dealing with the subtropical yep. stuff. Bundaberg actually apparently makes a rum. I couldn't get my hands on it. But oh. that might be a good one to get because that's from Australia. It's an Australian company. So what you're going to want is you're definitely going to want lime juice because we're doing rum. So what, yep. what we got in here is we have half an ounce of lime. We have an ounce of um, passion, fruit, passion fruit puree. We have uh, three ounces of rum uh i just went with uh i don't even know what it was it's rum it was cheap uh and then you're gonna want to shake that all up so it's nice and and mixed together and then pour it into a glass of ice and then you're gonna want to top that off that should be about half your glass and then you're gonna want to top that off with bundaberg uh ginger beer now there's something i didn't mention about the rum which is you need to infuse this rum with jalapenos because volcanoes are hot and this drink oh, is I hot. Get it. So you're going to want to slice up a few slices of a fresh jalapeno and put it in your rum. Maybe not like the whole bottle. <laughs> Make like a jar <laughs> and put it in there and just let it sit. You're going to want to test it like every couple hours or something because it can get super spicy. Yeah. Um, so you got nice spicy rum. You got some passion fruit. You got some lime. And then you top all that off with uh, ginger beer for even more heat. A nice good yeah. ginger beer like Bundaberg ginger beer from yeah. Australia. And then it's not a volcano drink unless it has fire coming out of the top of it. So you're going to take a, a lime. You're going to take half a lime. You're going to hollow it out, right? Yeah. And then you're going to put a little bread, a little uh, piece of bread in there. Well, that's, that's weird, right? Put a little piece of bread in there. Okay. And then you're not, you're not going to put like 151 proof rum or something in there. Okay. Because you want to see like a real fire. You're going to get lemon extract, right? Pour yeah. it in there so that the uh, bread is going to be like a little wick. So you've got a little bowl with bread and lemon extract in it. Uh-huh. Then you guys want to set it right in the top of your glass right there. Yeah. And then you're going to want to light it on fire for everybody. I'm going to light it on fire for Matt right now. Well, this could be hilarious in a second. Oh, there no, it just turned out beautiful. Yeah. You got a little flame and drink. Yeah. Now, what are then, you going to do? And then you're going to want to take some cinnamon nutmeg. <gasps> Whoa. <get a> okay. <laughs> this is exciting. Get a little sparking going on there. Okay. Look, I need you to promise our users. What? That if they tune in this Saturday to our YouTube live thing, that they will get to watch the amazing thing that I just saw where you sprinkled stuff on a flamey cocktail and sparks came out. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's a great time. It's very, it's it's dazzling, it's bedazzling, and then you get a little smoky smell of cinnamon and nutmeg in the air when oh. you're drinking your drink. It smells like burnt cinnamon and nutmeg a little bit, and it's uh, a very good smell. And you're going to want to use a glass that's bigger than the lime so that it's, you know have as much trouble as me getting the lime out. Yeah, what I noticed was the lime was exactly the size of the top of your glass, yeah. and I don't know what you're going to do now. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. You should put a straw in it, and then you can leave the lime. I get was that real about the good straw fruit smell, huh? Yeah, and you do have a burnt flavor, a burnt smell in the glass. Is it good, or is, is good. it very terrible? And there's some heat from the the jalapeno. You don't taste the jalapeno, but you get the heat from it. Yeah. It just kind of hangs the out there. And the ginger. Mm-hmm. A mellow burn from the Kieran Volcano. Yeah, and I gotta say those flavors, the ginger and the passion fruit and the spicy jalapeno, yeah, go really, really well together actually. So if you want to do this without alcohol, just get passion fruit juice and mix that uh, evenly with ginger beer and do like a lot of lime because that's gonna be sweet. So like maybe like half an ounce or two an ounce of lime 
juice um and maybe even sprinkle a little nutmeg on top of that and that'll be your little uh non-alcoholic kieran's volcano and you but you still got to do the flaming thing on top because it's awesome yeah, you could do oh. that on top of anything. It's crazy. Yeah, that, that was spice. very beautiful. I enjoyed that show. That spice just comes. It just hangs around, hangs around in there. Uh oh, that's somebody starting to sweat. Look at that. That's throat. embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sheen appearing as I watch. <laughs> but it's very, very, very tasty. Though I didn't expect the flavor combinations to work quite as well. But passion fruit does grow in Australia, so that's why I went with passion fruit. Oh, uh, look at uh, you. Yeah. So Matt, now that we've got our drinks. Yeah. We've done our segment. I think we're ready to dive into the read, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of a non-alcoholic version of my cocktail because I kind of forget about that. And I think what Not it that is, one. I don't think that one has. Go on eBay and track down Purple Source Rex Kool-Aid and, and get it. <gasps> and then it's tough to find, it. but it's got to be out there. It's got to be out there. Oh, I loved Purple Source Rex. So good. Was it just grape? No, it was lavender. I figured it out. It took me no, years it and years. Yep. Yep, no yep, way. Yep, yep, yep. I, I wouldn't promise. have liked it. No, because it's it's a really, really good flavor with lemon. I'm sure of it. It was lavender lemonade. All right. Ever, y'all, please school me, users. If Purple Source Rex, Rex, was, Rex was, lavender, was not lavender or was not lavender, please <laughs> let us know. I'd finish it bot on Twitter. It wasn't grape. It's a lavender lemonade, classy style. Kool-Aid tried it and everybody said yes, sir, and then it went away because it was too good for us. Are you ready, Matt? I yeah. I still cannot remember what happened in my ending. Oh, that's so brutal. I'm Well, then you're going first. Probably, well, we'll probably get the same read, and I'll be really embarrassed. <laughs> um, you've been having a lot of fun being an exchange student in Australia for the past year. Doesn't it feel like you're being scolded a little bit? <laughs> it does. Like you've I, been having, really I know you've been having time. a lot of fun. <laughs> Hearing that and not feeling like I've really blown it. That's because we don't let ourselves have fun anymore, Matt, you know? We we just never did. We were always too hard on ourselves. <laughs> we're always too hard on ourselves. <laughs> just workaholics, you and me, right? You can just enjoy like, We got to finish Bionic Commando. <laughs> okay, so I came to the conclusion the first four or five pages of this are basically backstory flashback exposition, right? This is not stuff we need to spend much time on. Because you're basically, you're going out for your last scuba diving trip to the Great Barrier Reef. Yep. Nancy Wilson dive instructor tells you about an island with a volcano, Kieran Island, and there's like these scientists on there called the Lebo Institute doing yep. something with genetics or something. Yeah, right. she's like, nobody's allowed there because the volcano's about to blow, plus this institute is there and they won't let you there anyway. Which is a weird double up, right? I still don't understand. I hope we get an explanation why Lebo built that. The oh, there. Here, here's a bone. Here's a double down on my read tease. Yeah, I learned Lebo's master plan, and it's mind blowingly radical. Really? Yeah, oh, it's really good. What? And he confirms it and everything. It's really good. He has a master it. plan. Okay, yeah. let's get let's get through this. I want to. It's find very out. straightforward. I did not think he would have like a master plan beyond making dinosaurs. The volcano does play a major role in it. Um. Amazing. Week later, uh, you're about to leave. You hear some news about Kieran Island. It says like that somebody has reporting that they actually have had some breakthroughs trying to clone dinosaur cells. Yeah. And your science, huh? News anchors like <laughs> they're making dinosaurs. I guess I don't buy it. Do you? Who knows? I'll leave it up to you, the viewer. They don't say that, but <laughs> it's like just all throws up all over subtext. the desk. <laughs> he falls over. And then you ask your science teacher about it, and your science teacher tells you all about Dino DNA and the uh, <laughs> whoa. And all that. I just remembered that whole tape, <laughs> the cassette 
of the dinosaurs oh, and that, the kid. I was I was doing Jurassic Park with the cowboy the, the, when he's like talks about dino DNA in the little video. Yeah, but, but remember the dinosaur thing? What was that? Yes, Matt and I had a tape. It was called Dinosaur Rock, or uh, probably <laughs> I think something like that. And it was a it was a cassette tape we would listen to in the car all the time. And it was the story of some kids, and they go to a museum, but then like the dinosaurs come to life and they all sing songs. And maybe they yeah. get transported back in time or something. They definitely do. They go all and. But there's a lot of dinosaurs to talk like this. There were. <laughs> so, all yeah. about their eggs and this and that. Yeah. And I forgot that wow, they had that accent. Our parents had to listen to that so many times. So many times. I've, I've looked for that. I've tried many times <laughs> to try and find it, but it's too, I think it's just too random, random, a small little thing. If anybody knows a what we're talking about. A consortium of parents got together and burned every copy and made sure <laughs> no one could ever listen to it again. It was two wonderful cassette sides of dinosaur songs. Oh. So many different genres. Kids Footprints today. on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Footprints on the beach was a big thing in it. It's like a whole thing. Oh, man, I'm going to have a nightmare. Wait, was it like Sneaky Jesus? Maybe. Was it like that when there's only one set of footprints, that's when you rode on my back because I'm a T-Rex. <laughs> Roar! <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> Whatever you need. <laughs> Um, and then I see now we're off to page 11 for no reason. Um, and then we, we meet our friends, Kyra Bolin, Kyra, Kira, Kyra, Kyra, Kyra is the one that you said was wrong. Kyra. Yeah. I'm going to say Kyra's right this time. Kyra Bolin and Todd Harris. We, and we're getting on our plane. We're taking off. Cause Kira um, is a Star Wars name. But what are we worried about? Yeah. We got schooled on that. What are we worried about? I knew Ky- Kira is one of my favorite Star Wars characters. He didn't say anything about it. I need a new Kira Star Wars movie right away because she works for Darth Maul and it's awesome. That's a spoiler. And I didn't give that anybody alert because everybody yeah, should yeah. know by now. Well. <laughs> that Han Solo movie's not that bad. Just go watch. It's fun. It's not. It's not. The Star Wars it's movie. Not. It's fun. Uh, exceptional sunspot activity has been happening, though. So you're yeah. a little worried about your flight. But it does not, it does not get canceled. <laughs> Even though there's exceptional sunspot activity. Yeah, just as a heads up, you're the kid on the plane worried about exceptional sunspot activity. (laughs) And And by the way, you were right. (laughs) You were right. Really right. Unless it's something, I mean, we'll find out more about the island, but maybe it's actually something because of the island. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm pretty confident it's just sunspot activity. That's so weird. It should be, well, whatever. Yeah, it, it should be, be connected to the island, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it will be. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it takes off, but then you hit some turbulence, uh, and so the pilot comes on and said, "We're going to change you our turn course." Turn to your friends. You're like, "I told you this was going to happen. I told you it was spots. Spot spots making it happen." <laughs> all right, all right. And this is where we have that amazing illustration of three children looking absolutely <laughs> terrified in an airplane, <laughs> just broken, just middle aged broken people. Uh. I guess Kyra's got her hand on your arm there. Well, because you're using her arm, her seat arm. Yeah, you have extremely taken over her You've taken arm. over you're two on the aisle. armrests, and you're on the aisle. That's not cool. Person That's in the really middle gets cool. both arms. That's the way it works. Yeah, because they have to be in the middle. You're mm-hmm. on the aisle. You get to have the outer it arm. It made the sacrifice, yeah. Yeah, the person on the window gets to have the win- window arm. You can arm. lean. Keep an eye out for the snack card, but you can lean. Yeah, you lean. Who's, who's stand-up bid are we taking right now? Who Who, who did this? All, all, all. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We're at least not doing Brian Regan's voice, so I'm proud of this. I've had to really restrain myself. Uh, (laughs) So you alter course, and then you hit an air pocket, drop like a rock. Woo! Really bad. Really, really bad plane experience. Uh, Then uh, now there's electrical problems. Sunspots. 
And I give yep. navigations out, all that. So we're returning to the airport. Uh-oh. Then we hit another wild patch of air. Oof. Fall, fall, fall. The plane is falling. Somebody screams. Somebody lets out a scream. People gasp. Someone lets out a scream. That's the last thing on the page. And it feels very intense because it feels like that is when you know, right? Yeah. When somebody yeah. actually screams. Yeah, somebody actually screams and nobody, like, laughs my, awkwardly. My wife had a, was on a flight and had... A, horrible horrible turbulence so bad that um the plane dropped so quickly and so much that the the oxygen bags came out of the ceiling all the stuff came out of the ceiling no and somebody somebody screamed for sure and people were freaking out but but my wife just started laughing hysterically sure that comforts people and she couldn't stop (laughs) and then and then it was okay yeah and then she was on that plane for another four hours, and everybody's oh, like, "You're the one. <laughs> You're the one who was laughing at our t- demise." Probably a perfectly natural reaction, though. Anyway, somebody screams. It's all bad. You go down. What is it? The the wing hits one of the uh, one of the waves. The, yeah, the plane the wing... rips in half. Yeah, you bounce off a huge wave, and then Ugh. the wing hits another wave. It rips the plane wide open, a row in front of you. Oof. Which is you're horrifying. in the tail section with your buddies Todd and Kyra strapped into your seats. Water pours in like Niagara Falls. The whole sky is exposed in front of you, yeah. and the front of the plane is already underwater. Yeah, this is a nightmare. This is really it's well written. Really, it's, I, I think it's, in the future we might not we might stop describing in such detail in yeah. case we're giving anybody any anxiety. Let us know. Yeah, look. Oh yeah, definitely. no! Don't let but, us know. We'll just stop doing it. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, we're gonna stop doing it. Just so you know, we're gonna stop doing it. But we're on week two. We want to paint the yes. picture. We want to. But now, but now, this in people's minds. Now we know we're underwater. We get out. We swim back to the surface. Plane is like already totally sunk. Yeah. Uh, and then somebody calls to us. It's Todd. Kyra's with him. Kyra. It's this so is weird. the only. I want to say that this is almost definitely the only point in the book where you'll see the sentence. It's Todd with an exclamation, exclamation point, point at the end. <laughs> Someone accidentally tripped the alarm, and now, but who could it be? Yeah. It's Todd. It's Todd. <laughs> Someone throws a rope down into the chasm. You're saved. You look up. It's Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, amazingly, your waterproof camera is still strapped to your wrist. It's going to be important at some point. It wasn't in my read. I don't know if it, if it was in yours. Yeah, if anybody's predicted that the waterproof camera will never be important, good on you. Get, I get ready to win <laughs> really hard. Um, but they found a life raft. There's We don't see any other survivors. They, Kyra found a life raft. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> it's and Todd's stopped. inviting everybody onto it. <laughs> Just she's anybody like, he she's sees. Like, Shh, Todd, shut up. Stop it, Todd. Why are you calling out to him? Uh, but it's full. It's stocked with water and, and rations, paddles, a mast, and a sail. You start to get the sail ready, and Todd is like, uh, uh, uh. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's probably got a point. Search paints are going to be looking. You're supposed to stay where you crashed. But Kyra yeah. says, our plane changed course, turned around, yeah. was headed back to the airport. Nobody knows where we are. There was no radio signal. So Todd says, it's a basic rule of survival. To stay sure. with the wreck, which is to get a feeling though Todd. that Todd also was trying to pet every spider he saw in in Australia, <laughs> probably. Yeah. And Kara was like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey! You know, that rules on. are a little different." Come <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Kyra, we we get to decide: do we want to stay near the crash site or sail to the mainland? Last uh, week, for those 
users joining us for the first time this week. Weird choice, but here we are, and you should know that I picked staying near the crash site last week, got to make one choice, and then died. Yeah, that was the only choice. There's there's nothing that direction yeah, that hasn't correct. been done. We're done. So we're both uh, sailing to the mainland, right? Sailing to the mainland. Bum, 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 bum. Sailing to the mainland. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, the mainland is where I live. All right, page eight. <laughs> we it's put such up. a bummer to go back to page eight. What's wrong with page eight? Oh, well, yeah, because it's at the beginning of the book, and we, yeah. But it's a good book. It's got a nice big, uh, I mean, it's a good page, good illustration of the ship just barely poking out of the water, and you're in the raft, and you're putting the sail on the mast, but... It looks like you're putting a shirt (laughs) on a stick to kill it. (laughs) The book and Kyra and Todd are looking at you like you're strangling somebody. Yeah, they're looking at you like you've been attempting to put the sail up on this stick for an hour and a half, and you're sweating hard. And you're unable to do it. And they're like, we have to do something. Well, I don't know what to do. My theory is that you are strangling somebody and you're just like uh, hallucinating that you're putting oh. a sail on a stick, but you're actually strangling somebody because that's the way they're looking at you. Yeah, we're we're seeing a kid with a uh, a piece of cloth on a stick, but they're seeing a kid strangling Nancy Wilf- Wilson, Nancy Wilson dive, dive instructor. instructor. Oh, no. Uh, but the rest of the day is chill. There's plenty of food, water. Yep. Uh, the wind's moving along. It's all good. But then uh, Todd, wake, you're waking by Todd. Bad news, he says, because it's Todd. <laughs> Do you think, I feel like that would be his catchphrase on his sitcom. Yeah. It's Todd, period. <laughs> it's it's period is the name of the show. Yeah. It's, it's Todd. Todd. Bad news. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. Um, We peer out into the grayness. Stop it. I can't. (laughs) What? It's just one thing on top of another. (laughs) We don't see anything in the grayness. It's just a foggy grayness. Um, So, and he, and he, he, Todd hasn't seen anything either. (laughs) Sit down. Peer into the grayness. No. Clear your mind of all thoughts. <laughs> Give yourself to the grave. Close your eyes. Now. <laughs> I don't think Open the physical comedy is going to work. Clear into the grayness. No, I'm keeping them closed. <laughs> I'm keeping them closed. This is a very stupid podcast. Um... <laughs> But Todd hasn't seen anything. You can't see anything. So he says he might as well get some sleep. And you say, me too. So everybody just goes to sleep and does nothing. And then you wake up at the top of a very big wave. Oh, You're yeah. getting close to a beach, but big waves. You lose the raft. Everything. You lose everything out of it. You all wash up on the dry sand. You're all fine, but the raft is uh, gone. Unless anything washes ashore later. Which it so might. Somebody maybe should have stayed awake, but whatever. Now... Things are about to get juicy, mm. real juicy, because you're hanging out on the beach. You're looking around. It looks um, deserted. You see the smoke in the air. You figure out. Kira figures out, I think. No, you figure out. Kyra. Kara. Kara. <laughs> 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 no, we f- I figure out. You figure out. 
that it's Kieran Island, the one with the volcano that's not safe for people except for the scientists of the Lebeau Institute. But just right. then, look, Kara exclaims, a boat Kyra. is racing by. There's three men on it, two with machine guns, one with a bazooka because it's night. Or one of those things that shoots a T-shirt. At. Oh, they didn't have T-shirt guns back then. They in did not have T-shirt cannons, no. Bizarre. They, they didn't have that technology yet. So we have a choice here. We can duck and get out of sight of uh, of the bazooka man or try to get the attention of the bazooka man. What are you going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you probably are ducking to get out of sight, aren't you? You nailed it. I am ducking to stay out of sight. You want nice. to uh, do your thing? Yeah, I'm trying to get their attention. I stuck to my path from last time because I nice. wanted to see if there was any other cool stuff that happened. Right. Um, so, yeah, let me <laughs> break it down for you because I'm dying to find out what I did because I still can't remember. <laughs> so uh, they they see us. They come get us. Um, they give us. They kind of grill us about any other survivors, how we got there, blah, blah, blah. And then they tell us to grab our stuff. They're taking us to the Institute. Uh, and we're pumped. We're like, yes, okay, this is our way out of here because it's a science institute, right? I feel like I would feel pretty confident. Except for the bazooka, man. That would put throw me off a little bit. I think you'd be pumped about the bazooka because a machine gun is pretty scary. But a bazooka yeah. is just like pure, like, can I shoot it? <laughs> and I mean, then... it's a giant ocean, right? Can I shoot a bazooka into the <laughs> right, ocean? Right, there's nobody here except maybe dinosaurs. Can you point me at a dinosaur with this bazooka? And I mean a dinosaur oh. that you don't like, a mean one, one that's a real jerk. A real like mean we one. were getting, uh, we were buying meat from a farm, a small farm nearby. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they had a blog and stuff, and they had yeah. all their animals running around free range and stuff. It was adorable. And they kept writing about this one hog they had that was just a jerk. Really? And just like bullied all the other animals it was awful and then one week we got extra bacon <laughs> amazing <laughs> and we checked their blog and yeah the, um they'd had just enough of that one wow yeah was the bacon good so heads up dinosaurs don't be a jerk you are potentially edible oh you know that would be one of the first things oh, we would we do if we made dinosaurs one of the first things is somebody would be like um can we eat one of them? Yeah, that's what sauropods are for. Well, I've had alligators. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, they're more closely related to birds, so dino fact. <laughs> that's my job. Well, you failed. Uh, mm. And they mm. they bring us to, <laughs> to their little um, cove, to their little complex. Ah. And we meet the man himself. Short wisps of white hair. Claude LeBeau, uh, and they he takes us inside for a good meal and a shower. It's very exciting for a bunch of kids. Yeah, nobody, no, no kid doesn't like going to a science institute for a shower. Yeah, this was, <laughs> and a good meal. I love when kids talk about having a good meal. Yeah. <laughs> um. So and he takes us into his office and uh, he th- tells us because the sunspots can't do any communicating, we can't call. Our parents or anything, which is unfortunate. But there's a helicopter out tomorrow. In the meantime, would you like to see some dinosaurs? That is a direct quote, and I love it. And it's like, yeah, of course. We're kids. Of course we're going to say yes to seeing dinosaurs. <laughs> and this is where um, we meet Pierre. Pierre, who's going to help us out. And we're like, oh, oh okay. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Before we meet Pierre, he does tell us this whole deal that he's been making. He's been conducting his great experiment to create dinosaurs. He's been keeping a secret, but he's done it. There's dinosaurs all over this island. Now Pierre will take us for some breakfast in the cafeteria. Then he'll show us to the dinosaur observation post. And then Claude Lebeau says, you're in for quite a surprise, I can assure you. Whoa. So we should have seen this next part coming. Because this is, yes, where Pierre hustles us um, down through the tunnel um, that goes all the way into the island. 
and the tunnel goes underneath the electric fence. It leads us up a ladder into a concrete blockhouse with tiny little steel barred windows, opens a heavy door, ushers us out, then says, enjoy the dinosaurs, and closes the door behind you. (laughs) He says, enjoy the dinosaurs. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. I'm trying not to do my French accent this time. Because mine is inaccurate, so I feel like it might be offensive. But I think yours is pretty on point. Yeah, mine's on point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not only are there dinos, and we're just out here with the dinos, the ground rumbles, and the volcano is getting all itchy. <laughs> that volcano's got an itchy fire accurate. mouth. Yeah. Um, so we have to figure out what the heck to do. We see some sauropods, which is rad, but we got more pressing concerns. They're in the distance. Oh, yeah. Uh, we gotta find we gotta find somewhere to get through the fence, so we all break it. This is where we all split up to try to find that, which is kind right. of I don't know why we split up. We we are <laughs> literally brought back together on the next page, but I guess it adds a little flavor. Anything um, to get Todd out of the picture yeah. for a minute, right? And I find a big mound, and inside the mound is a bunch of dinosaur eggs. That's what I find when Ew. I'm looking around. But we don't get to do anything with them. But like, there's not a choice about them or anything, which is a little unfortunate because you know I would do some stuff with some dinosaur eggs. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it feels like a kind of thing that you would interact with and maybe, I don't know, get a yeah. baby dino or something. I don't know. Yeah. But we don't. And then we see uh, Todd catches up with me and we're both like, where's Kura? And we see her in the distance running towards us, but she's being chased by like a 20 foot Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, no. And then we, you and I, have instincts like a, like a tiger. So we pick yeah. up a rock and just throw it right at the T-Rex's face. Like a tiger? Does it say that? No, I just... My, that's oh, my that's you. Text. I liked yeah. it. It was colorful. Thanks. It was confusing with throwing a rock, but it was good. Yeah, they, don't, they can't throw rocks. Yeah. <laughs> what if tigers could throw rocks? Ooh, we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> Is that your rock throwing motion? <laughs> Oh, you're doing a fun thing. <laughs> Good stuff. Y'all know what time it is? That's right. It's time for Dino Data. It's time for Dino Data. Dino Data. Ho dinos, pip pip cheerio, adventurer style. That's all I got. Yep. Uh, today's cool dino, Dialogue Paradoxus. Okay. You know when I was doing when I I when I was doing the song, I did Dino Data. Yeah, sounds like. Dino and I was data. like, Dino Dino Download would be better. That's better. Yeah. And then I started re-recording <laughs> the main track, and then I realized that after re-record like four other tracks, I was like, No, it is. Yeah. Do the trick. So but I should have really limit. hit the T, I guess. That's the that's the limit that you hit. On yeah, how, I hit how much work you you'll do. Yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, gotcha. Well, not bad. Um, look, I'm sending you an image right now. Ooh, I love a good image uh, of dialogue paradoxes. Dialogue paradoxes. You're probably wondering what the heck does this animal look like. I'll tell you. About three feet high, hmm. about six feet long. Tyrannosaurus Rex is a little teeny tiny Tyrannosaurus no, it looks like a Rex. Cassowary. Picture a cassowary. Well, it's covered with, it's got feathers on it. Yeah. Which maybe a Tyrannosaurus Rex also had. Yeah, well, cassowary is a bird, so it's covered in feathers. So you're probably better off picturing a cassowary. No, 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 no. Because a cassowary looks like a bird, and this looks like a feathery lizard. Anyway, Mm -hmm. he looks adorable. And this picture I sent, which is like an official one, 
Yeah. Definitely looks like a Bojack Horseman character with an expression on his face. <laughs> he where does, yeah. I just met an ex girlfriend who's like, this is my four year old. And, and he's like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. Uh, he's like, oh, that's no. funny because I haven't like seen that. you in like four years. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, so what's cool about Dylong Paradoxes? Straight yeah. up, it, it's a member of the Tyrannosaurus Rex family. Nice. It is just a teeny tiny Tyrannosaurus Rex. Dang, that's cool. Uh, It it was originally considered to be an early primitive member of that uh, family. Okay. But uh, it seems like it's more likely a later, later, later member, uh, a branch of the family came along later. But the point is, it's adorable. It's tiny. It's got feathers. And this time, it was not feathers for flight. It's feathers just to keep warm because you're a little chilly baby dino. Yeah, apparently a lot of dinos had feathers, right? Or they think. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't know if it had feathers all over it, like in that image, or if yeah. it was some feathers, some scales, like maybe in a cute underwear pattern or something. something Probably hilarious. in an underwear pattern, probably like a thong That's what pattern. I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so there's your there's your Dylong Paradoxes. Di- oh, uh, uh, Dylong. Uh, so it was uh, found in, in China. Di meaning emperor. Long yeah. meaning dragon. Uh, long is kind of what is used in China instead of sore. Okay. Uh, and then um, paradoxus meaning against received wisdom. So like a little teeny tiny cutie Tyrannosaurus Rex. Because you expect it to be big. I'm not one to nitpick your fun facts. Ew. There's a lot of cool dinosaurs out there. This is a cool one because it's a tiny. What's well, not cool about this? This would be a great pet. There are there are a, probably about seven seventy thousand dinosaurs that you could describe as a tiny T Rex. No, no, no. This one is actually legit. I understand this that this legit. one actually is, but it looks it hard just to find very it. much like a normal dino. There's a lot of dinos have superpowers, you know, like the you're crazy just used to kills. You're just, no, that's not true. Yeah, uh-huh. you're just used to regular Tyrannosaurus Rex. You're not that <laughs> impressed with the little tiny one. <laughs> But just Another think about, reason. like, it'd be great. You'd be like, oh, where's my Tyrannosaurus Rex? I can't find it. And then it's asleep under a bookshelf. And you're like, that's cute. It's three Lugging feet him. tall. I don't think it's going to go to sleep under a bookshelf. Well, if he lays down, he's like not even a foot tall. I'm, I'm, I got, I got I these like new bookshelves this. that are kind of <laughs> tall. <laughs> I don't like doing this at all. Anyway, it's an awesome uh, dinosaur. You should like it better, Chris. <laughs> I like it just fine. Mm-hmm. I like it exactly the way it should be liked. My liking of that dinosaur is being performed to spec <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> and I I do not know what page I was on. You were on 116, I think. That doesn't sound right. It is. Is it? Yeah. Thanks. No problem. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the T-Rex is, the little T-Rex is charging at us. Not as little as a dialogue, but it's charging. Charging for real. And we run, but no, 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 we find out, Matt. What's that? We cannot run faster than a T Rex can run. Yeah, he's 20 feet tall. Although that might not, well, no, I'm sure we could. Uh, so I have a choice here. I can either dodge sharply to one side. Nice. Now I remember. Okay. Or reverse and try to dash between, <laughs> between the dinosaur's legs. <laughs> Last time you'll recall, I did the awesome move of uh, dashing between the T Rex's legs. Like yep. a real action star. So this time I thought I'd mix it up a little bit and see how uh, how much I could uh, mess this thing up by just dodging sharply to one side. Well, You want to see what happens? I assume you get immediately eaten. You dodge sharply like a football player trying to avoid a tackler. Yeah. But even a baby a tackler. <laughs> but even a- <laughs> Coach, I don't want to play thrower this time. I want to play tackler. All right, you're in. You're number one tackler. 
But coach, I'm the thrower. What am I supposed to do now? You're, You're a pusher. Too. Go and get out there and push some people. <laughs> um, but even a baby Tyrannosaurus is used to this tactic. Lots of small mammals try it. It brings you to the ground with a nudge of its oversized head. Your last sight is a set of tremendous jaws closing around your head. The end. Just nudged to your doom, eh? Just nudged right to my doom. He just like gently pushed. <laughs> he just gently, gently set me down like somebody taking a piece of bread and putting it on their plate. It's like, this is the place where I eat you. Go here. Yeah. Now I eat you. And I'm just like, I'm a boy! <laughs> At some point, an older Tyrannosaurus Rex is going to be like, wow, you've really eaten a lot of mammals. And the younger Tyrannosaurus Rex will be like, what do you mean? Isn't it just a game I play with one mammal every day? And the older Tyrannosaurus Rex will be like, no. It's a different thing. They look different, remember? And the young Tyrannosaurus Rex will be like, no. It's little tiny, little tiny arms. Little tiny existential crisis. Yeah, clenches little fists. Poor thing. You think a Tyrannosaurus Rex would clench its fist? Uh, because I wouldn't be afraid of being punched, but if he shook it at me from a distance, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> I think if he did clench his fist, he would never know. I don't think they had any awareness of their little front arms. <laughs> I bet they did, and it, they just were like, I just want to fall asleep, but my stupid little hands keep clenching and clenching. And... <laughs> Restless tiny Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex arm syndrome. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, probably that's pretty common. And they're like, what is that sensation in the front of my body? <laughs> it's not my legs. I can see the two of those. I keep <laughs> what feel- is donor? <laughs> Look, you, come here. Bite it off. Whatever it is. Bite it off. <laughs> I don't care. I don't need it. It's not part of me. It doesn't feel right. Uh, yeah, so that was my disappointing ending. That's brutal. That's the read the up to there is still fun, but the, the ending was just kind of like, just... You know, a couple sentences, so. Hang in there, dear users. You're going to find a whole new experience when I do my read, and it's going to be crazy. I'm very excited about that. Do you have a quiz for me so everybody can stretch their Yeah, we'll do a quiz. Yeah, we can do All right, everybody get up and stretch your bodies. (laughs) It's time in the show when we do a quiz. Choose your own adventure or this or that. That is so insane sounding. It just really messes with me. Yeah, it sounds like a bunch of like musicals. I feel like I heard as a kid that weren't like real musicals. Yeah, like, like dinosaur rock for school. Maybe. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> uh, uh, those notes don't go. And then I was like, well, I guess it's a thing. Uh, so I hope you're ready for a, a big tough quiz. Today's quiz is Choose Your Own Adventure episode of Dino Saucers. Dino Saucers. Do you not remember Dino? Is that the one where the dinos had like uh, robot suits and stuff? Uh. Did kids ride them? Mm, I can't remember. Let me look it up. Because there's dino riders, and that's where kids rode around on armored dinosaurs, which is very good. But dino saucers is when there there's these two groups. It's Transformers, but with dinosaurs. Um, so there's one group of dinosaurs that are good, and one group that are bad. Oh yeah, this is the one I was picturing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, but they're like they're like outer space dinosaurs yeah. with like suits and stuff, and like the good ones know how to dino evolve. Which Man, is you, you know, turn if, from if like you try to find an image from this show or to look at what we're talking about, the yeah. first like seven pages of Google results are are not from the show. They're like all sorts of fan art. <laughs> it's a pretty cool show. The it was created by a dude who now is like an executive producer on any Batman movie that's ever happened. Huh. Okay. But um, 
he, he would them? just tell his kids stories about dinosaurs in space and then thought of the word dinosaurs and was like, that's kind of dumb, but that could be a thing. But and why saucers? Oh, like, fly, like flying saucers? Like flying saucers, yeah, no. from space. Okay. So anyway, the point is the good ones know how to dino... This is not the point. But they know how to dino-evolve, which is to turn into a big, terrifying dinosaur like they used to be, but with their current intelligence. Whoa! That's called dino-evolving? The guy... Yeah, but then the bad guys, which you with a laser that de-evolves you, and so you become a primitive form of yourself, but with, with the primitive intelligence. Oh, no. And they're trying to steal the dino-evolve technology from the... Uh, whatever the good guys are called. They should share the Dinovolve technology with them. I think that would really solve things instantly. Yeah, that doesn't really seem fair. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, you need to tell me if this is a, a Choose Your Own Adventure book or yeah. an episode of Dinosaurs. And to to be clear, I don't think any of the ones that I picked are straight Choose Your Own Adventures. It's going to be young readers, and there might be a nightmare. There, a Choose Your Own Nightmare in there somewhere. Because you keep throwing me? young reader. Yeah, you keep throwing <laughs> young reader choose your own at me. Who you think I was talking to? I just tuned out a little bit. I was like, oh, he's talking to the he's talking to the listeners face. now. So I can tune out a little bit. I your face. You were not listening. <laughs> Wasn't no, thinking is, about anything. I need to learn the. You keep throwing young readers at me. I need yeah. to learn them better. So I'm throwing them back at you. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Dinosaur Valley. Hmm. I'm going to say choose. I'm going to say choose. That was a really good guess, but it is incorrect. That's Aww. the first episode of Dinosaurs, in okay. which the Tyrannos, who are yeah. the bad guys, <clears throat> discover a hidden valley full of tech-canceling ore. Tech-canceling ore. That's a lot That's for a first cool. episode. That's a lot, yeah. And dinosaurs. The dinosaurs head down to stop the Tyrannos from building a base there. So the good guys are the dinosaurs. Okay. Or if they picked that name. Well, a they stop real them from building superhero. A base. They just build a base. What's the problem? Maybe they already were trying. I, 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 I got probably. a feeling like the dinosaurs was not very cool, and they were like, "That's a great spot for a base. Let's not let the Tyrannos build a base there." Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah, hmm. a real superhero. Yeah, is the next thing you have to. It's called guess a is, real superhero. It's either a choosing or adventure book or an episode called a real superhero. I think it's choose. That's an episode of Dinosaurs. Dang it! Where Sarah and Bonehead go to Hollywood to meet their favorite TV superhero, Mister Hero. Mister Hero. Unfortunately, the Tyrannos go to Hollywood too to eliminate Mister Hero and get their claws on his weapon. Oh no! Okay. Uh, the three wishes. The three wishes. That's a choose. Yeah, good job. That's a young reader number fifteen. Three yeah. wishes. Yeah. Burgers up. Burgers up. Burgers up. That would be a good choose. I don't think it is, though. I think it's a dinosaurs. You're right. It's a dinosaurs. The Tyrannos steal a shipment of frozen hamburgers, mistaking oh. them for a power source for the latest weapon. <laughs> well, it is kind of a power source. you know. Yeah. They don't know. And like, worst case scenario, you've stolen a truck full of beef. Yeah. This is good. a pretty good deal. It's a good deal for a I don't think dino. we should be giving them a hard time. I imagine most of them are, those dinos are um, carnivores probably, right? The Tyrannos? Yeah, a bunch of them. I think there's uh, Ankylosaurus or something like that. Sure, but, but yeah, that's it's, deal, it's yeah. pretty. They're all red. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trouble in space. Trouble in space. Hmm. Mm. Choose? Nailed it. That's young yes. reader number 20, Trouble in Space. Nice. Trouble in paradise. <laughs> Uh, I think that's a dinosaur. Yeah, That'd be a really it there a little bit. <laughs> that would be a very, very good. Uh, right. <laughs> just here to mention. That just reminded me of. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know what kind of school my child is going to. But so, for something she was doing today, there was like a you're supposed a, a drawing to be of a aware. fortune. <laughs> a drawing of a fortune cookie, and then a blank fortune, so they could make up their own fortune. Right. Yeah, yeah. And she wrote, "Have a nice life." <laughs> 
Nailed it. <laughs> just like that's a good fortune, but it also sounds also sounds like you don't mean it. It sounds like you just don't like this person. You don't want ever want to see them again. Have a nice life. Uh, what's next? Uh, oh, Trouble in Paradise was about while eavesdropping on a talk about volcanoes in Hawaii. Allo, Allo is the main guy. He's an Allosaurus. The big bad guy is a Tyrannosaurus. Allosaurus is like a nice version of a Tyrannosaurus, obviously. Okay. Allo, Bronto Thunder, and Demetro are captured by the Tyrannos who are using a weather controlling cannon. The Secret Scouts, that's the kids who hang out with the dinosaurs, and Bonehead are likewise defeated, leaving it up to Stego to stop the Tyrannos. Is Bonehead one of the kids? No information in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, a so, day with the dinosaurs. A day with the dinosaurs. Oh, I'm going to say that's a choose. Good choice, because it would be a day with the dinosaurs otherwise, right? I would think so. I would hope so. That's a young reader, number 46, a day with the dinosaurs. Very good. Island of Doom. Island of Doom. See, that sounds like a choose. But the fact that it's in here makes me think, is it dinosaurs? Choose your own nightmare. I got you. You got me. Sorry, buddy. Uh, runaway spaceship. Hey, I'm sorry. I just, I'm on eBay here, and yeah, what you get? I could get a 1980s uh, animated cartoon cell from Dinosaurs TV show. For how much? It's sixty five dollars to buy it now. It's like a sauropod, long neck dino with like a big fancy crown on. He's got gloves and like a little cape. It looks like. But it's Maybe like a Bronto cl- Thunder. It's like a close up for sure. It's like oh. shoulders up. Should I buy that? No, that's why it's only sixty five bucks. Nobody cares about that one. Mm, pretty rad though. Okay, well, I'll let you know. Runaway spaceship. Runaway spaceship is definitely a dinosaurs. That's a choosing your own adventure. Dang it, readers number thirty. One last one. I think you can get this one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, it just says general knowledge. The planet that the dinosaurs and Tyrannos are from. Yeah. It, it reverse orbits the sun. Oh. Which, uh, in terms of cartoons, means that it's always on the other side of the sun from us, and we don't That's know it's there. That's why we never know it's there. That could yeah. that could actually still be true. That holds yeah. up. And the name of the planet is Reptilon. Re- oh, I'm sorry? What is it? Rectal- Reptilon. 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 Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> so was, this last one is, That was just I a got... real juicy pee there. <laughs> he escaped everybody. Oh. <laughs> I got those old reptilian blues again, Mama Sor. <laughs> Man, what if it is? What if it is a choose your own adventure? You know, like what if it is? Edward Packard was on some next level stuff. Arya Montgomery was a boundary breaker. Yeah, now, I'm gonna say it's a dinosaurs episode. It's a. It's actually a choose your own adventure for mature readers. <laughs> <laughs> about a kid in the early 1900s who finds out that the person he thought was his mom is actually his stepsister. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, no, this is, in fact, an episode of Dino Saucers yeah. where the Tyrannos go back to Reptilon to return to their old jobs. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Allo, Terex, and Bronto Thunder follow to see if they really are, which is not an, not an accurate sentence, but uh, sure, we follow yeah, I get it. Uh, but will the three dinosaurs decide to stay on Reptilon? Probably not. So it's like it might have been the. It was right at the end of the series. Oh, so they all go back to Reptilon, and then the, the bad guys go, and then the good guys go, and they're like, maybe we should just stay here. Why did they? Why were they not in Reptilon to begin with? I don't really know. Huh. I think they were hoping to meet some kids. 
And you see, they're like, Man, can we eat these kids? Sure. Do you have trucks of beef? Yeah, beef. Also, I wanted to mention one other episode of this show. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the description of the episode, and I want to see if you can tell me the title. Oh, yeah, easy. Okay. Remembering um, yeah. the cocaine-fueled love of puns in the 80s. Yeah, 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 definitely. Ryan, Sarah, Ryan and Sarah are two of the secret scouts. Gotcha. Ryan, Sarah, Aloe, and Terex go to the circus. Okay. Where the Tyrannos are trying to kidnap a stilt-wearing clown named Clarence, whom they believe has a shrink ray. A stilt-wearing clown named Clarence, whom they believe has a shrink ray. Thrown whom in there, just to confuse me. With, like, who is writing this stuff? No, I got nothing. Reduced for Clarence. <laughs> really? <laughs> Reduced for Clarence? yeah that's so bad i mean sometimes it's like okay you came up with a really bad title and then you made it work for an episode <laughs> cartoon you made a story not care about wow that's horrible okay <clears throat> well thank you for sharing that with me good time you really blew it on that quiz but uh, i did a bad did, job for sure you did okay that was a that was a tough one it wasn't great i don't feel great about it Ooh, but everybody can feel great about this. We're going back to page 16. Because yeah, I want to find out what happened with It's about you. to kick off. As a smart boy, I notice a bazooka and machine guns, and I say, we got to keep down and stay out of the sight of this boat patrolling around this island. We're off to page 34. Yeah, it's a pretty smart move. I duck behind a small dune. Probably doesn't look very cool. Well, and I tell my friends to get down. Uh, Todd's like, hey, they could have rescued us. And I was like, did you not see the bazooka and machine guns? Yeah, come on. And he was like, we're on a weird island. We got no, no supplies. If we don't take a chance, how are we ever going to be rescued? And Kyra's like, stop arguing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we stay by the beach as we're, we're kind of exploring because we're hoping for another boat to go by. Yeah. We find some fresh water. We find some strange looking fruit that we eat immediately you just eat it <clears throat> yes sir though what do you think it was uh fruit from uh dinosaur times i think it was probably a small dinosaur i really tried to look, <laughs> look up fruit from dinosaur times and and there's just not much inf- information it seems like there wasn't much fruit back then actually i know about avocados you know about avocados were there but... avocados well it was a megaphone i think like those giant sloths yeah they would eat avocados and they and then they would poop out that big pit and that would um make more avocados oh but then when the giant sloths died out then maybe there would not have been more avocados but people were like these are great and they would they would they would swallow that whole pit and they would do the hard work of pooping it out yeah 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 doing the hard work <laughs> yeah yeah oh, okay. just like they they witnessed their the sloths before them oh good for them that's not true they just would plant it oh well i feel a little disappointed now no i'm sorry I let down the um, human species once again <laughs> so that's a stone fruit. Is that stone? Is avocado a stone fruit? Probably. It's okay not to care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're looking around the beaches and stuff, and we hear a whistle from a bluff. From oh. a bluff? A whistling bluff? Overhanging the beach? No, it just came. There's something whistling up. There. That's a so great look Disney up, there's movie a from rugged... the eighties. The whistling bluff. <laughs> whistling like Sean Connery. And it's a horror movie. In Sean Connery's. <laughs> Well, you've heard of the whistling. Oh, gosh. I can't <laughs> no, do it. Sean Connery. <laughs> whistling bluff. Whish, whistling bluff. Whistling. Whistling. Nope. It's, it's either, that was either Sean Connery or Gandalf. It was one whistling, of the two. Whistling. Whistling bluff. That's Bane. 
<laughs> this country has become a whistling bluff. I don't know. That was a, that was a sick fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's a rugged looking young man. Uh-oh, what? With a beard and an athletic looking woman about his age. Huh. Young, I guess. Uh, they're in khaki shorts and stuff. Oh. Uh, they look exploratory. They were about to run, but uh, they just have binoculars and cameras. Not so scary. Not so scary. Not bazooka. No, the guy comes down and is like, where's you kids come from? Uh, so Todd's like, our plane crashed. We're the only survivors. And they're like, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But look, we got to get out of here. They're patrolling the island. If they find you, you're dead. Oh, okay. Whoa, off to page 21. And you're like, see, Todd? Yeah, Todd. Maybe listen to me, Todd. Yeah. Uh, so there's a picture on page 20 of, the, of these these two people that we've met. Okay. Uh, Some new people, huh? So like, who are you guys? And the guy says his name is Arturo Scarlatti. Okay. The lady is Rosanna Gallo. Okay. Uh, he's a zoologist. She's a geologist. Huh. <clears throat> they brought a little Let's boat. Let's call the whole thing off. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they brought a little boat that you bring right up on the beach. He oh. brags. It's called yeah, a saber craft. He's, he's it's bragging cool about Sunday. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we introduce ourselves. Uh, we ask why they're there. Uh, and Arturo, the world's worst spy. Sure. <laughs> says, uh, I said that we're scientists, and that's true, but we are also spying. That's a bad spy right there. <laughs> spying? How come? Uh, so he explains that the LeBeau Institute is making dinosaurs, and we're like, what? Yeah. And they're like, no, we've seen a whole bunch of them, they tell us. For sure. We ha- you haven't seen any of them yet, though, right? Nope, just these gotcha. people have okay. seen a lot of them, apparently. Hmm. Dude sounds... At this point, he sounds like he's making up a lot of stuff. Like, the sabercraft yeah. sounds made up. <laughs> yeah. The spine sounds like, made hey, up. He's like, hey, to this lady, want to watch me impress some kids in, like, three <laughs> sentences? <laughs> What's the dumbest name for a boat you could think of? Sabercraft. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um. So he's like, if you're looking around for dinosaurs, don't get nervous. There's a fence Electrified fence separating the dinosaurs from the rest oh, of the okay. island. You're right. So there's a reserve. You're outside them. the fence. Kyra's like, I want to see the dinosaurs, but I would really prefer to go home. Yeah. Do we get to choose? Oh, no. No. So Arturo says that uh, Claude Cla- is planning to make a mo- this is This is the deal, you guys. It's unbelievable. Okay. He's planning to make a movie about the dinosaurs. Claude LeBeau is? Yeah. He, the reason he's making dinosaurs is to make no. a mo- one movie about them. No. Which he believes will make a billion dollars. But this is 93. It's easier to train. It's easier to clone and train dinosaurs <laughs> than to just use movie magic. Okay. I mean, what is this supposed to be a competing film for Jurassic Park? Like, go see the Majestic. The, the beauty of Jurassic Park. Or come see my documentary about actual dinosaurs. You can just look at real dinosaurs on film. But they're still just on film. If I could see them in person. They're just walking sense. around. The nice thing about computer special effects is you can make them do stuff. Yeah. They can dance. They can chase. Um, so his whole, Claude LeBeau's whole thing is he if any video gets out ahead of time, that'll ruin it for him right so he will that's his master arturo plan. explains yeah arturo explains it, there's another step to it that's pretty okay, hot okay that you'll hear but uh arturo says if he catches you he will kill you he'll everybody will just assume you died in a plane crash yeah no big deal. uh he's the most ruthless man arturo has ever met jeez kyra's like what about the volcano we heard it's gonna erupt any moment arturo says yeah that's lebeau's plan the volcano will erupt it'll kill all of the dinosaurs and he's going to film all of it? Nobody else can make a movie about dinosaurs if a volcano kills them all. 
<laughs> Make it one movie. Make it that one movie. Blow them all up. That's it. Can never be repeated. How that much science. money did he sink into this project? Millions of dollars, we know, but he is expecting to make a billion dollars worldwide. This is the kind so of criminality did the math. we he did need the math. now. <laughs> where someone is like, I'm willing to spend a few million to make a billion, and then I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. And then nobody else can make a dinosaur movie because I'll Instead of these, all the dinosaurs. these people that we have now who are like, I need $10,000 and I'm going to make another 20000 ruining the lives of a million people. Yeah. That's America slam. That was a pretty America. good America slam. I don't believe that this is his plan. I think this is Arturo's idea of what his plan is. I don't think this well, hang, is actually his plan. Hang on in there. Let's see what's up. Okay. Where are the cameras? This fucking is so, gonna erupt any moment. He's not already filming. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you think about his plan. Mm. Uh, so Arturo says they spotted a group of twelve sauropods. Yeah, but they don't know what else is out there. Okay. So Kyra's like, "Do those eat meat or plants?" And he's like, "Well, plants, but they're thirty feet tall, so you know, look heads out." Up. Yeah. Um, and further explains that there may be predators too that they just haven't seen. Like, like stuff could be out there. Okay. Uh, so we're like, what so do we he do? doesn't even know what dinosaurs they have, but he knows all this stuff about his plan. Okay, well, let's finish. Yeah, he knows this dude is... Mi- yeah, I don't know how he knows this stuff about the plan. But right? Gets. So, uh, ooh, so uh, you're like, what do we do? And Rosanna says, if we take one of LeBeau's speedboats, the sea is calm, we can get to the mainland in 20 hours. 20-hour 20 trip in a, speed- a speedboat. Oh, that's a really long trip in a speedboat. Like, Todd's like, really what about you guys? Time. And she's like, don't worry about us. We're going to see everything there is to see. We're going to get our own footage. We'll risk our lives. It doesn't matter. Oh, because they want to also make a dinosaur movie and make a billion dollars. That's totally possible. Yeah. Uh, uh, so she's like, you can come with us if you want, but it's going to be dangerous. We'll try to protect you, but it's probably better if you try to skip by boat. Yeah. We'll have to that makes 97. sense. Okay. Uh, Todd is like, but the boat's risky, too. We get caught. We get killed. Yeah, Kyra's like, I don't care. Let's take the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so taking the boat is appealing. Uh, call my family, tell them they're okay. What's the on the other, other hand? On the other hand, seeing dinosaurs though. How do they phrase the other option? The idea of taking a boat and making a getaway appeals to you. You want to reach the mainland, call your family, tell them you're okay. On the other hand, you'd love to get a look at those dinosaurs. Well, you gotta go look at the dinosaurs. Oh, no, but what if you're afraid that somebody's going to pick that choice on your podcast oh, so you pick the so less you interesting didn't choice? Pick it. Oh, but there's a whole contest to see who can see the most dinosaurs, Matt. I know, and uh, and here here's the good thing. Yeah. what Because I picked this, and then I immediately regretted it. Of course you did. For a number of reasons you're yes. about to hear in order. Yeah. Um, But the reasons were all... The story that happens from here on out is great because it's Edward Packer Jam. Oh, okay, okay. So my disappointment pays off. Oh, beautiful. But, um, okay, yeah, I, yeah, in the way that you wanted to. Okay. So we're off to page twenty-seven. Okay, another, another. I feel like I've seen these footprint, this footprint illustration before. Yeah, this footprint reoccurs, and that Stegosaurus eating some grass is everywhere for okay. some reason. Gotcha. Um, so I'm like, I got, I'm out of here. I want to escape. Is what I chose to do. And Kyra's like, yeah, me too. Todd's like, I'm going to stay. And I'm like, wait, oh, Todd is staying? That's so cool. This is not cool. Maybe so mad. He's just he wants to see on a di- He's going to get to see a dinosaur. He's going to see He's so many dinosaurs. Just, I was so mad. So Arturo's like, okay, Todd, stay here with Rosanna. I'm going to take these two to one of LeBeau's boat and set them off, and then I'll be back. To one of his, to one of the LeBeau's? 
Yeah, with one of the little boats. Uh, okay, so we climb up on a ridge. He gives me some binoculars. And he's like, check out that cage. I, I can see a couple animals about cow size, but they're definitely not cows. Baby brachiosauruses, what? he says. What? That means I saw them. Yeah, that counts. Now, the that reason I'm excited is because in this picture, you cannot see them. <laughs> you can't see. All three people, myself, Kyra, and Arturo, me yeah. looking at binoculars and a house in the distance, but no brachiosaurus. Because oh. who would want to see that? Why would you show that? Kid? Why would you show Don't that? show that part. Just describe it. You know, you couldn't just Google, like, what does a Brachiosaurus looks lo- look like? Well, look, any kid then, reading you know this book mean? knows what a Brachiosaurus looks like. It's yeah. not. <laughs> but. The point is, draw think, it in the. I think the illustrator didn't know is what I'm saying. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Now, Ron Wing knows what a Brachiosaurus looks yeah, like. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, so I'm like, that's crazy. I can't believe I'm looking right at dinosaurs. And you really are. And apparently. I really am. And he's like, right? Uh, but we got other stuff to f- pay attention to at the moment. So he points at the harbor. There's a, two boats there. One is an open speed boat, and okay. the other is a cabin cruiser. Ooh, you got to take that cabin cruiser. There's a dude that camouflage with the pair of Dobermans. Is that, so is that literal? Is got... that a euphemism or is that literal? He's got two dogs. Is that <laughs> literal? in the middle of a card game. He's got a pair of Dobermans. <laughs> I got nothing but a pair of Dobermans here. No, he has two, he has two Doberman uh, pincher dogs. Got it. Um, Arturo says there's two other boats. A big one that went to the mainland for supplies earlier and the one that we saw patrolling. Okay. That won't be back for a couple of hours. Oh, nice. It's pretty chill. How we get past the guard and the dogs, I ask. He pulls out a rifle. Oh, <laughs> no, Arturo. I'm like, whoa, dude. And he says, no, no, I don't believe in killing animals or people. It's tranquilizer darts. Oh, sounds like guard a good lie to tell a kid. Asleep be- right. They'll be asleep before they know what hit him. Kyra, how do you know the dose to give them? Wow, she's, Kyra. She's on it, right? Yeah. He says, long experience with animals in the wild. Dude. He, he says, the guard gets the same dose as a male chip. They're about the same weight. The dog gets two-thirds as much. And I was like, Edward Packer. Wow. Okay, Edward Packer. <laughs> just thinking some things through and then just really not worrying about some other stuff, huh? No, you uh, just told a bunch of kids how to tranquilize a dude. <laughs> <laughs> they can get into a zoo and get the right and birds. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, uh, how are you? Can you be sure that you'll actually hit them? Well, that's just uh, It turns out Arturo tells me he was a Black Beret sharpshooter. What? Who is this man of mystery? He's a man of mystery. This is we'll the sexiest know. man alive. Or the most interesting, uh, what is that? That's him. So he's like, I'm not going to miss. Uh, after it, pick a boat. Speedboat will be faster, but it has a security alarm. Might be better to take the cruiser, but that's up to you children. Oh, you got to <laughs> You got to take the cruiser. That's a way cooler way to travel. So I'm trying to think of what to do, and Kyra's like, I need to talk to you alone. Oh. We're going to talk about it, I tell Arturo, and we step aside. Okay. She's like, how can we trust this guy? Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's like, we have no proof that LeBeau wants to hurt people just because he's That's got security true. guards and dogs one, and stuff. this one guy saying all this stuff. Yeah, this is rando dude wants to tranquilize guards and dogs and this and that. Yeah. So Arturo comes over, and he's like, hey, it's getting dark. Let's make a decision. Kyra's afraid we're going to end up in jail because of this stuff. She's like, look, I'm not going to steal a boat. I'm not going to get anywhere near dinosaurs. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so Arturo's like, what are you going to do? And she's like, nobody's going to hurt me. I'm going to the main building. Whoa. Yeah. So he's like, what are you going to tell them about the rest of us? Right. My name is Kure, and I'm lost. Please help me. <laughs> and here we get to a page that's very cool, and now you can play a jangle. Oh, okay. I made a special jangle just for the page. 
It was really options. just to wake people up. This is, you know, it's a lot of story. Four 40, page 47 is four choices. Whoa. So we're going to be here some more. Four options. So this is going to be our, our route. This is going to be our path. So Arturo says she isn't going to tell anyone anything about the rest of us and puts a hand on her shoulder. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, I can't let you go over there. If you don't want to take a boat, you got to come back with Rosanna and me and your friend Todd. And I think she's like, he's not my friend. <laughs> he's just a guy and she's like you just don't want anybody to know you're spying and he's like yep yeah but i'm also trying to protect a bunch of children <laughs> so she whispers to me i don't want to be stuck here alone stay with me well don't do what you're doing then. so i'm like i don't know what to do so i got four options here i could take the speedboat by this point you're alarmed very but confused, fast right yeah i am very confused alarmed but fast. i could take boat. the cruiser which sounds like fun. That's live, what I would actually the, do in, in real life. Living a life of luxury. That's an option. I'd be like, I really want to see dinosaurs, but are there drinks? Like, yeah. Get on that big boat and tool about. Uh, I can go to the headquarters with Kyra. Sure. It doesn't say with Kyra, but I, I, presumably. Or stay. And, or I can stay with Arturo and Rosanna. Oh, man. The, I'm intrigued by all of those options. I think you're going to take the speedboat. This is an Edward Packard joint and is full of good stuff. I know. I chose to listen to Kyra. That's what good call because if there's anything we know in these books listen to the girl that the person has put there she knows what's best so i'm off to page 73 i'm gonna head to the headquarters building maybe things aren't what they seem maybe i don't know this arturo guy yeah Yeah. let's go see mr lebeau i tell monsieur lebeau oh man okay man we start towards the building yeah arturo reaches out grabs kyra doesn't get me yeah Oh, you run towards the building without her? Yeah, I leave her there and oh, I run away. You leave her. <laughs> There's nothing I could do. You could stay this, with her. No way you could free her. Yeah, I could just stay there probably. But here, here, what's about to happen is a cascading series of forehead slapping events. <laughs> so please, okay, <laughs> strap your strap your put your hands on your sit on your hands. Don't let you're gonna face palm so hard so many times. <laughs> okay. Uh, I get to the headquarters, high concrete walls, flowering vines everywhere. Very beautiful. Uh, two guards with some machine guns come out. Where did you come from? Ask one speaking with a French accent and says, so I can say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's just accurate. Uh, I explained that I was in a plane crash and my friends and I made it here in a raft. Unnecessarily. I mentioned that. Sure. They take me through a a checkpoint. I get frisked. A guy speaks in French in a walkie talkie. Walkie talkie. Uh huh. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I sit down for 20 minutes (laughs) and then I go in an office where an elderly man with wispy white hair looks up. I'm Claude He says, please sit down. I sit down. There, uh, going to page 106. Boop, boop, boop. So you just meet with Claude LeBeau now? Yeah. And then I just want to say it says, well, LeBeau says, speaking in a thick French accent. Yes. So here we go. Yeah. So you are survivor of the crash. You are very lucky. Tell me who else from your plane was lucky enough to reach this island. Uh oh. Like a rat on your friends? No, of course not. I okay. say, as far as I know, just my two friends from oh, school. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> wait what do you say my fr- my two friends from no, school why do you say that just a bunch of bonus information he's like he's like where are they and i say on the beach <laughs> oh my god why 
<laughs> and then I'm like, and I think for myself, should I tell them about Arturo and Rosanna? Well, they'll find out soon enough. <laughs> I decide to tell them everything. Really? <clears throat> Except that Arturo a, was man. trying to steal a boat. So LeBeau's like, well, now you get why I got the security I have. He says something in French to a guard who runs away. Oh, my God. Come on. And he says he sent his men to find these people and arrest them. <laughs> I say, on. hey, they're scientists. And he's like, they're thieves and profiteers. That's okay. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so he, he explains he spent $100 million getting this island. Okay. setting everything up tens of millions more in research right so less than 200 million dollars it sounds like sure uh and these people just want to take pictures sell them make money that should be his okay uh i say helpfully but they say they're not you, they say you're not going to let anyone see these dinosaurs they say you're just going to keep taking pictures of the volcano blows and you let all the dinosaurs die yeah yeah uh off to page 30 okay then you got a, uh, you've got yourself a repeat illustration right in one read yeah i've seen this stegosaurus eating that plant about four times no no no. Read, yeah. it it literally okay i, I i'm looking at the book <laughs> on page <laughs> yeah. 106 and 107 which is where you just were on yeah. the right side is the stegosaurus eating the plant it says turn yeah. to page 30 it is it looks exactly the same because on page yeah, 31 yeah <laughs> <laughs> on page I, 31 I is the same yeah. stegosaurus illustration yeah look the people typesetting and putting the images in and stuff they're not reading the thing they're just like making it look good yeah that's fair that would be impossible so lebeau's like the dinosaurs belong to him if he doesn't want anybody to see him it's his business sure i'm like i think it's everybody's business yeah I he's agree. like well that's what you think but this is his island mm-hmm. and what he says goes he's getting and in a I'm real like, fight with a little kid huh yeah and i'm like could i use a phone Got him. <laughs> he just wants to call. I just want to call my parents. He's like, no, the communications aren't are out. Um, but I'll put you on the next helicopter out of here. Meanwhile, you want to see some dinosaurs? Does he say that again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I say, sure, but what about my friends? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. But what about my friends? Yes, I am yes. a child. I would like to see the dinosaurs, <laughs> but are my friends okay? And where are the dinosaurs? Can I see them soon? <laughs> so he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to bring them in. They'll be fine. Andre here will give me some refreshment. Not Pierre. Pierre is presumably busy now. Andre is going to give me some, unless he's just throwing French names at whoever walks in. Yeah, probably. Uh, Andre will give me some refreshment. Then I can go see the the animals. Okay. And like any child, um, I absolutely pound the sandwich this guy gives me. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me sleepy. Well, yeah. And then I slump back in my chair. Oh, and no. Did it make on- you that sleepy? Uh, yeah, I wake up on page 71. Did he drug you? Uh, well, I am in the grass okay. by a fence with oh. a sauropod looking at me. Okay. They Perhaps you? it's the sulfurous smell in the air that wakes me, maybe an insect bite. All I know is that I'm lying in a meadow and my arm itches. <laughs> All right, if you're just inside the fence, that means they threw you over the fence. Yeah, there's uh, no I don't other know. There's way a dinosaur in here, just... too, and they wouldn't let a dinosaur outside the fence because they want to, they're controlling the dinosaurs, right? No, no, no. I'm saying that means they threw you over the fence to get you oh, in there. Absolutely. <laughs> there's yeah, no you're other right. reason you would be right by the edge of the fence. You would be by the, by the, the cement block house or something. Should I drive him out to the jungle? No, no, no. Drive around the, around the fence and just chuck him over <laughs> like a 18 foot fence. Yeah, we'll bring a couple guys. What do you want? You figure it out. Bring mm, that Pierre sounds fun and, and like Lumiere uh, and, and Cogsworth. They'll, <laughs> they'll throw them over the fence. Like an episode of Double Dare or something. Where I come up with a way to throw a child over a fence or 
I'm on it, boss. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Just get this kid. Okay. Uh, drug. No doubt about it. Definitely. I was drugged and they left me out in the meadow last night, I think. Last night. I don't know. When. Oh, man. I see some kind of move in the distance. Neck and head of a sauropod. Add to my dinosaur scene. No big deal. Yeah. Um... He asked if I want to see dinosaurs. That uh, just left me out in the middle of it. I realize how ruthless, how insane this man is, and how right Arturo was. Uh, so I'm quite worried about my friends because of how big a, um, a snitch and a horrible monster I am. Uh, well, suddenly, the ground shudders beneath me. Tongues of fire leap from the volcano. Uh, maybe it's about to blow, or maybe it just does this every so often. I have no idea because I don't know anything about volcanoes because I'm a child. Yeah. Uh, off to page seven. Uh, okay. Seven? Yeah. Like right all the way back to seven. of the book? Ugh. That's a so I look at the case. sun. I figure out where the beach maybe is you look at the and sun? I start heading that oh. way. And then I spot a small pack of allosauruses. Uh, allosauruses. They're like little dudes on two legs, right? They're 16 foot high uh, tyrannosauruses. They're, yeah. It says they're oh, powerfully built, 16 feet high. Those things are nasty. Long jaws lined with murderous teeth. Yeah, those they're things are real nasty. looking than I could have imagined. Those uh, are they're, they're, more like what. Um, they're a little closer to like what the raptors in Jurassic Park were like, because yeah, real they'd be bigger than were, that. Real velociraptors yeah. were very small. Yeah, not as adorable as the uh, tiny Tyrannosaurus Rex. Sure, but, but they also uh, do but look small, like tiny too. Tyrannosaurus Rex, just like every. No, other they don't. Dinosaur. They look. They look like little Skeksis. They're weird looking. They're not cool. Sure. So these allosaurus have been hunting the sauropods that I saw. Oh no. And they don't notice me except for a baby Allosaurus. Oh, well, that's cute. Then you're going to make friends. It spots me and charges. Yay, Even though it's it like a quarter a mile away, it's charging at me. It so I'm terrified hug. and fascinated because a baby Allosaurus is no bigger than a grizzly bear. Uh, but I can't help but notice its humongous teeth. Yeah, and that's pretty big. It wobbles as it runs because it can't be more than a few weeks old. Oh, it's teeny. Well, maybe it doesn't know how to bite humans. Kind of cute, right? Yeah. So maybe I can scare it or dodge away from it. I find a stick and I brandish it and I'm yelling. And Allosaurus stops. He's kind of confused. Oh, well, yeah. You're noisy. I have to laugh, it says. <laughs> okay. Then it comes at you again, wobbling even more, looking as if it won't even know what to do when it reaches you. Okay. It knows. Uh, <laughs> the end it knows huh what a nightmare you see these 60 foot things and then this thing looks like a bear sized thing and you're like oh look how wobbly and cute like a baby oh, and it's no. coming at you and you're like well that's yes. okay well that's it's still cute but it's like uh, it is coming away. at I'm me scared away i scared off and it keeps coming at you and you're like this it's, baby is gonna kill me this, <laughs> this is a baby is... monster <laughs> It? <laughs> it's like this raccoon I saw on my street one time turned and looked at me, and I was like, oh. Oh, no, it's over. <laughs> I thought it was cute, and then it looked at me, and I was like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a distance. So, yeah, I just was, like, really blown away by that. Like, this wobbling baby dinosaur <laughs> destroying you because you are a soft human child. Yeah, and and, and, and the fact that it's learning on you. Yeah, yeah. It's really, this is, just this really is... disturbing. <laughs> this is a moment this Allosaurus will not remember. Yeah, not even a little bit. But he's he's just, he's still figuring out how to do some things. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that a lot. <laughs> really nightmarishly imaginative. Good read, though. You, you, found some, you found some legit stuff. Uh, so let's make a quick decision here, then. 
One will win and one will lose. Who will do the better choose? Yes, there can be only one. Who has lost and who has won? Who will have the winning lead? Are you Team Chris or on Matt's team? Who will the big winner be? Listen now and you will see. Uh, short and sweet, I gotta give that one to you. We both got eaten by baby dinosaurs. We both got eaten by dinosaurs, but you yeah. no, baby, we both got eaten by baby dinosaurs. But, That's true. Uh, but you found uh, new, two new characters. You found yep. uh, the page with four choices on it and yep. uh, had a lot more adventure than I did. So that one, I, yeah. I think you gotta take the crown on that one. Congratulations. You win. I'm having a hard time shaking the wobbly, the wobble. Yeah, the wobble. It's, yeah, because it's it's very disarming. It's right there. Yeah, and you think it's cute, and it's it's you, you keep. <sighs> Thanks. It's, it's just one thing after the other that keeps telling you. It convinces you to not run. Like, hey, yeah, he's smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's I like got wobbling. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it. Yeah, that's gonna stick with me for sure. That's oh, good. Um. So congratulations, Matt. Um, and congratulations to all of you for uh, making it through this very harrowing episode oh. of uh, Finish It, the podcast. At least it was nice and short. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do short episodes anymore. I don't know if you know. No, sorry. That. There's a lot of reading to be done. A lot Look, of reading. Towards we'll, the end of this we'll book, it's going it to tighten up, I promise. But, yeah. you know, right now we want everybody to get the full, full jam. And we're actually not offended if you put us on like one and a half times speed. That's cool. Yeah, not two times speed. Three. You can, you can, you can, you can keep that to yourself. We don't want to know yeah, if you're doing that two times speed. It's heartbreaking. Even though that's how I edit the podcast, Matt. Uh, thank hey. you for your great job today. Uh, I would like to say, great job, everyone Thanks. out there listening. Oh, uh, and you. And uh, I would like to say thank you, but I want to say thank you to one person. Is there a way we do can it. do that? Yeah, I'll do it. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Please are compliments you see and concrete are constructive criticism why have one without the other why that be no fun no fun Sure it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit but would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments it's complies and concrete look a complies a compliment you guys and, and a concrete is a piece of constructive criticism it's no big deal just a little bit of like oh something to think about something to think about and if you Oh boy, I'm sorry. If if you are interested in receiving a compliment, concrete, hey, guess what? All you got to do is follow us on the Twitter, and then like a thing or comment on a, a tweet or something. Talk to us, and we'll talk to you back. Probably like a thing back eventually. We're bad at social media, but we'll get to it. Uh, and then guess what? Then you're entered to uh, receive a, a potentially receive a compliment, concrete. So let's ro- do a random number generator to see who will receive compliment, concrete today. Pozo, Pazo, Pozo, Pozo, Pozo. At Oxycle. Well, it's a lot of um consonants. It's more consonants than vowels. Spell it out. Alexical. Can you spell it? A l x a k l. Alexical. Okay. All right. A small amount of research makes me believe that the person's name is. And apologies, is not true, Pozo, but I believe it's Alex from Auckland. Ah. Uh. In Auckland, anyway. Uh, so hey, congratulations, Pozo. Let's do some coffees and concrete by rolling the 20 sided guy, which I have here. Yes, good judge of soup temp. 
<laughs> like, like, wait, what do you mean? Like, before you even taste it, you can tell. Like, like on sight, they can tell. Yeah, that seems right. You have no idea what you meant. When you're... <laughs> well, I mean, it says good judge of soup temp. What else could it? Yeah, I think it, this person that's great out is a great judge of soup temp. This mean this is huge because if you're making dinner for somebody else, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You want all the you want everything to come out right, right, right. It's really and hard you to got, not have You probably a, have a more than one thing. Soup. You might have soup, salad, mm-hmm. main, right? Yeah. Mayonnaise, course. Bread on the side, mayonnaise in a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. You, you know, mayonnaise dip. for the table. <laughs> a dipping bowl of mayonnaise <laughs> for the table. <laughs> you want to dip the, yeah, yeah, the spoon into the mayonnaise <laughs> and then into the soup. And you need the soup to be the right temperature. Do not yeah. burn the mayonnaise to the the spoon or freeze or, it like a popsicle right freeze you like could save your friends from some burnt tongue so it's it's basically a superpower yeah so that's a really good thing to be a good judge of soup temp yeah. plus you can use soup temp as a base temp for judging other temps oh it's that accurate huh well i don't know i mean i'm just saying i i'm not this person but i'm you could jump off it like that wow that's amazing so pretty cool congratulations on your soup temp judgmentness now for uh a little bit of constructive criticism, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says quarantined breath with a sad face. Oh yeah, that happens to all of us. I think just yeah, I think that's not anything to be just, uh, just about. something to be aware of. You know, yeah, exactly. Life, life hack. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, picture Kathy from the comic strip saying that. <laughs> And she's shrugging, and you're like, what is she trying to say? Life hack. <laughs> That's so Kathy. Yeah, uh, sorry. It's it's fine. Just, like, everybody has quarantine breath right now, and we're all just dealing with it or having it. Yeah. So don't worry about it, but just know. Just just, just to know. Uh, and then, and you know what? That's about it for us. Come, come uh, join us on our live stream this Saturday, which is the 13th, I believe. Um for uh, a fun evening of live stream it'll be again it'll be 8 o'clock pacific time 11 o'clock at night uh, eastern time at night eastern time yeah uh, and, and you know if you, you will just finish your lunar new year celebration or maybe you're yeah. still in the middle of it that's yeah. cool just rolling right into valentine's we're gonna help we're gonna uh, ease that transition we'll probably, for you yeah we'll have we'll probably have some valentine's tips tips and tricks for being tips the best and tricks. valentine uh, best way to um, do your Valentine trick for the year. Yeah, it sounded, I was thought I was trying to do an April Fool's thing, but it sounded different. Huh? Um, like a, a yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm a, this one's all yours, man. I'm gonna let you finish now this I'm, off. I, I allowed it to peter out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's hard to peter things out when you're talking right into a microphone. Have you noticed that? I haven't really noticed. <laughs> okay. We'll be back next week uh, otherwise uh, for more of, uh, of our wonderful podcast, That's So Kathy. So come back and join <laughs> us. Uh, and until then, take care to keep your business drier than yourself. Eck. <laughs>